So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try, and then select take our quiz. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. How is everybody doing? We are thrilled to be here on another Tuesday with you. Uh, Rachel, before we begin and before I get into what this this podcast episode is going to entail, you recently celebrated your birthday. So happy belated. How was it? Thank you. It was good. You know, I, I was like trying to be real adult like and say, you know what? It's I'm, I'm a blessed for another year. I'm going to work today and I'm going to celebrate with Brian. Mm -hmm. Um, at night. And as I got into the day and I started to work, I hated it. I don't want to work on my birthday. I tried Um, to rationalize it and say, oh, it's Wednesday, Rachel. Like, what are you really going to do on a Wednesday? You got to still go to work on Thursday. Never again. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, matter of fact, tomorrow when I go into work, I'm going to take off April 21st, 2022. I'm not doing it again. I'm Get it not, in the books. Get it in the books. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. But other than that, it was a great, it was a great day. It was a blessing. It's, it's hard because there's so much going on in the world and it's like, it's just hard to celebrate mm-hmm. when, when there's just a lot that's on your mind, but try to find, you know, good moments throughout the day. So mm-hmm. thank you. A lot, a lot of love from people. I have yet to be able to respond back to any messages. <laughs> I'm like trying to sift through and get to the business of it. But yeah. So thank you for asking. But in other big news, I can't even believe that I'm sitting here and I'm about to say this, but Rachel, next week, it is officially our 100th episode of Bachelor wow. Happy Hour. And it's like, it's... It, I feel like I just started working on the podcast yesterday, but it also has felt like 20 years. It's crazy to think right? that we've we've almost hit 
a hundred. I feel like we should get the the hundred, uh, you know, the balloons that people use when they get like a hundred thousand oh, followers for, or something like that. Instagram, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something fun like that to celebrate. But um, in honor of that, next week we are going to be co- counting down some of our favorite moments that we've had so far on Bachelor Happy Hour. Plus, stay tuned for the end of this episode because we have some big, exciting news coming from Rachel as well. So before we get into this, how are you feeling after almost 100 episodes? Uh, You've summed it up perfectly. It feels like we just started, but at the same time, I feel like we've been doing this forever. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it's so really, I mean, we started this in summer, in the summer 2019. And it's it's really been great just like building this Bachelor Happy Hour audience, not being able to pick out a name for our listeners. <laughs> Which we still have yet to do. We couldn't come up. We we couldn't come up. It's so easy to either offend people, people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't we we sorry you guys. So you're still just our happy hour listeners. But it's like the conversations that we've had, whether mm-hmm. it's been fun, whether it's been serious over you know, like, I feel like we've been able to be an example for, for different people. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of what we've built with this, with this platform. It's just, it's so much more than The Bachelor. Like, it is The mm-hmm. Bachelor, but it's about friendship. It's about life. It's about current affairs. It's about, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's everything. It's about people. Yes. So true. So well said. And I think for me personally, I was very hesitant to join the podcast because, you know, I mean, you were, I didn't know that. And we had multiple conversations about it. It wasn't something, you know, obviously I wasn't um, at the beginning with you when it was you and Allie. And I was really on the edge of, you know, do I want to still stay so inundated in the bachelor world? And especially I had such like a love hate relationship with bachelor nation for a while. Like I wasn't used to them being, you know, all up in your grill and just used to them constantly like giving their opinions and everything. And so I was like, okay, I could either go one way and be like very, very, you know, still a part of this, or I could, you know, just go live my life. And um, it honestly wasn't until I started just, I think, uh, being a guest with you. And we did a couple episodes where I was just a guest co-host and I had such an ap- absolute blast and it was because of you you were th- you were the reason that sold me because I was like it's just girl time like we were and, and at that point we were in the studio face to face hanging out and it was just so I different know. than it is now and and that's why so for everyone listening it's because of Rachel Lindsay that I'm here whether you <laughs> whether you want to thank her or hate her I don't know <laughs> well you have been an absolute joy to have as a co-host and I remember when we were bringing different people in and you know, like we were kind of testing or not. And then like you came in and we just clicked and we had such a good time. And then you were like, I'm not sure if I want to do it. And it was like, wait, 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 wait. We kind of like really <laughs> want Becca to do it. I remember I told Megan, I was like, Becca was really good. Like that like really flowed. Megan's a producer on the show, you guys. Um, but um, And she was like, I know. And then you were like, I don't know. <laughs> I, was like, I thought we had that in the bag. Well, I'm so glad that you changed your mind. Um, and I'm glad that what we've been able to do together. It's just, it's it's been great. Yeah, it has been. And, and it's just a really cool, special opportunity, uh, I guess, experience to be doing this alongside you as the first official Bachelor podcast. And I just feel very grateful for the opportunity that you guys wanted me and and that it did flow and we did click um but yeah it's been it's been I hate to say the journey like the show but um that's what it's been so 
I mean, I think with that, we just got to get into it because you guys, as I said, we're going to be counting down yes. um, some of our favorite best Bachelor happy hour moments in chronological order. Um, so to kick it off, let's just start at the very beginning. We have to cover when this all began, when Bachelor happy hour was birthed. And unfortunately, I was not an actual part of it at that point. Rachel, it was just you and Allie. But that this is this is our starting point. This is number one, the Bachelor happy hour podcast premiere. Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Rachel Lindsay. And I'm Allie Fedotowski-Mano. And you are listening to Bachelor Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. This is our first podcast. I know. I'm so excited. We've been talking about this for a while. Mm-hmm. This is something that we're really passionate about. And we feel like as two former bachelorettes who have two completely different stories, yeah. we've got a lot that we can tell. You've been the success story. I am the failure. <laughs> okay. Failure in Bachelor Nation, but not... Outside of Bachelor Not in life. Not in life. I know. I'm so excited about this show, you guys, because I have been a super fan of the show ever since I was the Bachelorette. Uh, it's pretty much a decade ago, 10 years ago now. We're going to have the most exclusive guests on this podcast. No, we're going to have breaking news. We're going to have guests before anyone else gets them on the podcast. We'll be giving mm-hmm. behind the scenes information only that two former Bachelorettes can give. How does it feel listening to that back? Episode one. I'm laughing because that Rachel is dead. <laughs> just, there's just no other way to say it. I'm I I'm listening, and there, there's just so much life and optimism and and excitement. It's starting something new, and it was, and that was all real, and it was, you know, um, nothing like this had happened before. Outside mm-hmm. of the show, there was really nothing that the show was doing for talent. And so I was thrilled to be asked to be a part of it. I remember thinking, are you sure you want me to have the mic for opinions? And, you know, it was the whole, uh, Ali and I were a stark contrast to one another, both bachelorettes, but just like different worlds, different opinions. Yeah. And I listen and I just smile and I'm like, oh, if only she knew what lies. (laughs) (laughs) If only she knew. Oh gosh, what a young green Rachel that was. Oh, and that and it's so interesting too because that was in the middle of like obviously like when your season aired versus now and like there's so much that has gone on and I think even within the past couple recent seasons so much has changed. So I I can only imagine what it felt like sitting down in the studio at that point with Allie. The part that stuck out to me and uh, I, 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 sorry, I had never listened to the very first episode of the podcast. That's okay. Um, I love when Allie says, you are the success story and I'm the failure. And look where we're at now, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's really come full circle in a, in a completely different way. Um, but, but it's fun. It's just, I can't believe that was back in 2019. And think of how much not only in, in Bachelor Nation and the franchise machine, but like in the world and what am I trying to say? In the world in general, like how much has happened. Yeah. Oh, crazy. So true. That was actually three weeks before my wedding. So it was like I was in a wild place that premiered three weeks before. We got married on uh, the 24th of August. So it was just a wild time. But it really was, you know, like if I can, if I can, like, oh, just a little of me can tap back in and find that Rachel. It was exciting because we were going to talk about a show that we were a part of whether it was, as Ali said, a success or a failure, we weren't limited on what we could say. We could have these free-flowing opinions. Um, People were either going to agree with us or they weren't. 
But we were going to ha- have this community, build a community where people could come, they could listen to us, you know, they could argue with us with social media, whatever, Reddit, wherever they wanted to, wherever it may be. But I just remember thinking we are starting a community and that was exciting. And we still have two, two years later, almost 100 episodes later, here we are with this community and it just keeps growing mm-hmm. and growing. Mm-hmm. That it does. And uh, with that, let's just keep going, rolling through our second best Bachelor Happy Hour moment. Rachel, do you want to do the honors of this one? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> take this one away. You guys remember this one. I caught a lot of heat for this. This was in the height of the Paradise slash Stagecoach scandal. This is where Blake did an unprecedented move where he leaped. <laughs> the text messages that he received from Kaylin. Okay. This was, we had a part one and a part two because it was so good. It was so juicy. You're got, you guys, here it is. That night when I released those text messages, I really was, I was breathing into a paper bag. Like it was incredibly difficult for me. And a decision like that, you do reach out for advice and especially advice for people who have been in situations like me um, and in Bachelor Nation. And it what a lot of people they didn't even really say no don't do it they were like if you do this know what's the consequences are that kind of thing like that's and i did reach out and some you know there were a few that were like you have like the thing she's saying like you have to do it like the, i don't see any other choice and so when people say you know why did you you was premeditated or whatever i it was such a hard decision for me i wanted to reach out and i wanted to talk to other people and i wanted to see if anybody else had any other ideas. I want to see if there was any other avenue I could take. And at the end of the day, as hard as it was, I felt like that was the only thing I could do to get truth, my truth out there. And because I I didn't know a lot of the things she was saying. Woo! I was traveling internationally when all of this was going down. And I remember hearing about it all. My phone was going crazy when I was in Bali this week. Um... <laughs> this is why I never would ever want to do paradise because of this. Listen, I mean, Blake made a bed. He had to lie in it. He let a few people lie in that bed. But I think what I was very much so, if we're talking about teams, you know, I don't agree with, you know, revealing private messages, but I felt like at that moment, because Blake was being lied on and we had actually had a podcast at the time with Kaylin that we couldn't even air because there was just so much inconsistency and or inconsistencies and lies and it was just a really messy situation mm-hmm. I was even DMing Amanda is it Seyfried 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 I think Seyfried yeah. I was DMing Amanda Seyfried about it because so many people had opinions it was a big thing but I What I think the best thing to come out of that conversation, because I don't want to rehash it, is that we had a discussion about mental health. I mean, Blake really suffered a lot. And I think for the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and I apologize if I am, but I feel like for the first time in a long time, if if not ever, we talked about the problematic nature of the fan base and how people talk to us like we aren't humans, like their words don't affect us. And Blake went to a really, really dark place. And I think that that's why I lean more towards Team Blake. Um, because I felt like somebody needed to publicly have his back. And I, I understood both sides of the story. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm proud of that interview because I felt like we gave Blake a platform. I felt like we touched on mental health. 
And at the same time, listen, they're both better off from it. Like, Kaylin seems to be in a great relationship with Dean. And Blake has, you know, found, like, learned from that those mistakes. He's not a fuckboy anymore in Bachelor Nation. And really seems, I love Blake. Really, I really do. I really seems to be doing his thing. So, uh, DJing or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, everybody's better off now. Yeah. It's so interesting because at that point in time, um, Blake and I, like, weren't really talking. Obviously, I was still in my past relationship. And um, lately, Blake and I have just built up our friendship and have had a lot of conversations about this. So I know a little bit more of the backstory. But, yeah, playing into mental health and the fan base and how much what people watch on an episode that obviously at the end of the day, it's reality TV, but how much stock they put into it and they form these sides and these alliances, but then they turn so cruel and they're like, well, I'm on this side. So here's a death threat coming to the other side's way. It's just, it gets yeah. really toxic. And, um, you know, people always say like, at the end of the day, you signed up for a TV show. It's like, yeah, every, everyone that's on the show did sign up. Yes. We're all consenting adults here, but you don't sign up for the hate. Like, and and, yeah. and you really can't, and we've said this time and time again on the podcast, you can't expect it. And so um, I think he was in a very dark place. I think he's since then pulled himself out of there. And as you said, they're both in better places and they're both, both doing well on their own. And he's really, I think, normalized talking about mental health and having a safe space and, ma- and having uh, future cast members that are coming from the show and off of the show to have somebody that they can maybe reach out to and lean on um, and who maybe go through something similar. You know, and at the end right. of the day, it's paradise. Like everyone talks before the show, right? Like we've, we saw it in the past couple of weeks, everyone from different seasons, they're already hanging out. It's like, it's just now being yeah. normalized because of everything that went down two years ago on paradise. And it's crazy to think like it's been two years since pa- a past paradise, but um, yeah. So I think and a past and a stagecoach. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. Oh, this is one of my favorite episodes. This is one of my first episodes that I ever recorded with you, Rage. But we had the fabulous Neil Lane on to talk all about how he got his start with the Hollywood stars. And you'll listen right here. And then when I came to Hollywood, I met these amazing young movie stars. They weren't yet famous. And I was friendly with them, like friends. And I'd started designing jewelry and and then when they became famous, where Angelo Jolie came in and got a Brad Pitt and Gate band. Uh, I mean, I mean Becca, who are we? But, but, yeah. <laughs> no, but you have to understand, when you say, who are we? You are who you are. You mm. are we, we. You, you are those. <laughs> no, but you are. Because I've dealt with so, I, I've, I've so many amazing experiences working with Ellen or a ring with Portia. I wanted to share that. I had a lot of stuff to give, and I couldn't just give it from my little store. First, I, wasn't, I didn't have that store that you saw. I had a little counter. When I first came to California, I had a little jewelry counter 10 feet wide, so I wasn't who I am today then. Just hearing his voice puts a massive smile on my face. You know why? See, it's moments like this why I love the podcast, because we've all seen Neil Lang, Right. You've seen him on the show. He opens up the case. You get a little background story on some of the rings. And that's it. You had no idea there was so much behind that beautiful man. Neil Lane is a gift. It is a shame. It's almost criminal that they have not given us more than Neil Lane. <laughs> and I am so happy that we were able to just, you know, show 
the audience, Bachelor Nation, something that they had not seen before. Mm -hmm. The only thing that shines brighter than a Neil Lane diamond is Mr. Neil Lane himself. And I'm going to leave it at that. He is a gem to behold. And you know what? I just think we need to have another podcast episode with him. Or maybe just have him co-host with us. One One of the two, because I just can't get enough of him. He's just so vibrant. He just, oh... He just has such a kind soul. He's so funny. Like there's yeah. just, there's so much to him. Um. So yeah, that that not only is one of my favorite, I think, moments, but favorite episodes that we've ever Abs- had. Same had. with me. Same. We were laughing the entire time. It's one of the first ones we did in person together. If not the first. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, all three of us were together. Gosh, I miss that so much. I miss being able to do the podcast together. Mm-hmm. I know. There's just something different about being in person. Um. Uh, one day soon. Um. Okay, okay, next one. Next one. We've got Friendsgiving. Our first Friendsgiving. Uh, we had great guests, myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> the husband, uh, Joe, Kendall, Eric Bigger, Biggers for my season, uh, Tasha, Tasha Pre-Bachelorette, Katie Morton, and um, we played a little game, an oldie but a goodie. Never oh, have I that. ever. We've already talked about this. Never have I ever slid into another member of Bachelor Nation's DMs. In general, I mean, did you know them before? Because I've I DM Tasha before. Katie, I feel yeah. like you're trying to rationalize it. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> and just for all of you out there, those who are drinking are Eric, Katie. Oh, oh I got Katie's drink. drinking water. Tasha. Brian, I'm looking at you okay. real quick mm-hmm. to make sure you you're not drinking on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i was who lost the game i i uh, probably me i don't re- <laughs> i don't remember i love never have i ever that game never gets old but that was that was a lot of fun because also it was my first time meeting some i don't think i had ever met Tasha. oh i hope i'm not wrong when i say this but i think that was my first time meeting her in person mm-hmm. and and same with other people so other people had met before so it was really fun getting to know one another for the first time and on the mic there's nothing like good old-fashioned middle school games like never have i ever truth and dare and but there's just and obviously i wasn't there at this friendsgiving but there's just something about going back to just being in person and like being in a group setting with everyone being able to play this game and to like and this is the thing it was probably one of the first times that several of the people at this party met each other for the first time it's like Yeah. yeah people talk and dm and kind of get to know each other that way but but there's something special it just bonds you in a weird way um so yeah if anyone ever once we can be together in public recording playing games again sign me up i want to be at all the never have i ever games all the friends givings mm. to come um all right so well i guess the next one finally uh i i am officially involved in bachelor happy hour when i was announced on January 7th, I think it was, as the next co-host with Rachel. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bachelor Happy Hour. Got my girl Becca here, my new co-host. We're very happy right now. We are happy because I feel like the people have been asking, right? Mm -hmm. Man, I don't even remember that. (laughs) Do you know what I remember is, even before we filmed that, do you remember... We were at, I was at the reel and Mm -hmm. you came up there and we did our photo shoot. 
Yes. Remember that? Yes. We did our photo shoot and like T-Pain was performing. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. At Tory Lanez. And they like walked by. We're like just trying to hold our roses, doing our happy hour thing. That was, uh, that oh, was funny. I remember that. Gosh. And I was like, yes. oh, this is going to be so much fun. And and I remember you, I think you had like a dressing room off the side and you had mm-hmm. all these cute outfits and dresses and I brought like one romper that I w- probably wore for a press appearance like when I was still bachelorette or something and I just remember looking and being like, oh yeah, this is pr- pretty accurate. Rachel's fabulous <laughs> and here I am just like, <laughs> with my paper bag. <laughs> you looked great. That was so fun. Um, because we didn't do that. I didn't do that with Allie. We mm-hmm. didn't have the, the the promo shoots like that. We picked different pictures, so it felt very official mm-hmm. um, to take to do like a professional shoot to announce you at the start of the year. Oh gosh, that was the start of 2020. I know what we didn't know Ooh. was going to happen. It was like 2020. This is our year. New co-host. We had like a <laughs> new. What was it? New year, new duo or something. That was it. New year, <laughs> new duo. New year, new shit. That's what the motto should have been because oh, 2020. Good three. Oh, oh, seriously. If only somebody would have sat us down and been like, "Look, you guys only will be in studio for two months together." Actually, what I miss most though is remember. I, I and I used to drive up once or twice a week to record with you, and I would always have Minnow. So Minnow was like the little office mascot, yeah. and she'd be jumping all over the place, like chewing on her bones, barking, getting all the attention. Um, but I was going through old photos because I'm trying to clean out my camera because I have zero storage, mm-hmm. and I have one of you and I sitting there. I sh- I'll send it to you, and Minnow. Is sitting on one of the producers' laps, like with her ears poking up, and it's just us, like with the with the promo yeah. shot in the background. It's just a really cute photo. Aww. Just so many good memories. I know. I, I, I I'm t- I'm with you. Doing it in person, I miss so so much. Mm-hmm. But it's so it's so funny how it's not funny, but just like wow, that, the way that year started off to where you know we are now. Happy yes. we were still able to make the podcast happen from a distance, but man. Whew. Yeah. Um, All okay. right, Rich, you're up for this N- next, next one. Next one. I remember this. So one. this this was a this was a big night. Um, it's not just the guests that we had on this one. It was everything that was surrounding it. It's what was supposed to happen, but didn't. Woo, you guys, this was a night. This was a night. A lot of behind the scenes stuff. This is we talked to Hannah Ann after the final rose. Well, after after the final rose <laughs> and it's about hannah ann looking back on her season with peter and then she just talks about watching the season and how it gave her more clarity on her breakup Woo! here we go i'll always have you know a special place for him but i mean he's betrayed me misled me and that alone has and watching back the season psh, that really resolved a lot of like extra feelings I had for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I'm watching a play-by-play of me getting deceived. Mm-hmm. And that alone was, you know, a slap in the face, and it's helped me move forward. But, you know, to be honest, when I looked over at his family, yeah, I, I did, you know, want to start to cry. Yeah. And just, you know, I felt like, you know, me and Peter just had this awesome situation, and it was like just, stripped away from me so quickly you know it was a future that I lost but um, more importantly it was the loss of a person I thought he was wow I feel like that was a week ago that we were sitting 
we were sitting right over at the Warner lot with Hannah yeah. Ann watching the finale. And for to give everyone context, Rachel and I were at the finale. We were not in the crowd, but we were backstage in a holding room with Mr. Neil Lane, which made everything so much more <laughs> enjoyable that evening. So much better. Um and we actually, I mean, like when we went up to the to the room to record, we thought we were going to be meeting with at that point Peter and whoever he picked. Obviously, right. that did not happen. There was drama going down in the room next to us, which is all I was thinking about. Um, but that one was so interesting because it was like this mix of emotions. Like you and I were like vibing, having fun together with Neil, but then we were with Hannah who was newly broken up with and having to like relive and rewatch this heartbreak on TV. And my heart was breaking for her because I knew how she felt. And it was just such a, a strange finale in general. And I just remember like watching Hannah speak and just like wanting to hold her and be like, it's going to be okay. Like you're so much yeah. better off. Like just, if you know, just give it time type thing. Um, but <laughs> The things that stuff. Do you remember stopping the interview halfway through and you're like, wait, guess who just tweeted about Hannah Ann? Oh, yeah. Kim K. Yeah. Kim K. Kim K. She was, <laughs> it was, it was a power girl moment for Hannah Ann that night to, at AFR. It carried into the podcast. I mean, she really came into her own. She had those new extensions, like she had the whole new look. Mm -hmm. She was ready and rightfully so. She had watched the season, she had a lot to say. She had so much support. So many people were rallying, rallying around her. And um, I was happy for her. I was proud of her. She won me over during that interview as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it seems that that date wise, that stands out to me because the next day is when the world shut down, yep. like completely shut down. So that will always stand in my mind because it's like we had we knew coronavirus was here, but we had no idea the impact it was going to have. And that mm -hmm. next 24 hours was just crazy. Not just the finale, but that as well. Um, and it seems like Peter's had five lives since then. I mean, he's definitely mm -hmm. had five girlfriends, but def but five lives as well. Yeah, <laughs> a lot has changed for everyone. That was our that was our very last one in person. Very yeah. last one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As you said, the world shut down. Basically, the, the next day I flew to Minnesota, did my very last Bachelor Live on stage show. And and then it was the 2020 quarantine that lasted yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad to and moments like that where we finally were able to give Hannah Ann more of a voice. There wasn't much that we saw of her throughout Peter's season. And so it's it's giving women, especially women, because I'm always, you know I always want to champion for the females and, and sure. men too, but you know got a soft spot in my heart for the girls uh, to just show more of their personality, show more of their feelings and their emotions and their thoughts and opinions, and so um, yeah, that that one is one that will always stick out to me. Um, but the next one is also one of my favorites. <laughs> it was one that we did. We were in person, but it wasn't in the studio. It was actually. When Ben Higgins and I welcomed Rachel onto our tour bus when we were here for an episode of, uh, or when we were here for a Bachelor Live on stage show that Rachel uh, interviewed us about on the tour bus. We gave her the grand old tour that lasted about 32 seconds. But then you also <laughs> came on to the stage that night, which was yes. one of my favorite, most fun shows that we've ever done. I, I'll tell you, yes, we, we filmed this early. It aired later. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember it. we we aired it later, but for me this stood out because it was so cool to see you do your thing. You know, it was so cool to like 
yes, you were my co-host, but it was like I was coming into your world, literally, on your fancy tour bus, seeing how you guys lived on the road. I was a roadie. I was mm-hmm. a roadie. You were. And I, I, it was just so fun. And I had no idea. It was one of those things where we heard about Bachelor Live on stage, but you don't know until you know, mm-hmm. until you get there. And I hear you talk about it, but to see you on stage hosting, interacting with the crowd, interacting, it was a bachelor. Well, they were all bachelors, I guess. Mm-hmm. So interacting with like the bachelor and the women on stage and like you were shining. And I, I was like a proud parent. I was like sitting back there just... It was so cool. So like that will always stand out. Like I, I hope you guys are able to bring it back or do some kind of form of the the the, the live on stage because mm-hmm. it was really really cool. It was a wild show. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we went into the audience and girls were like a mob after Peter. Mm-hmm. They were oh, like yeah, were screaming for Peter. I don't know if they would do that today, but they were like. Peter, mm-hmm. Peter, like pushing me out of the way. And I was like, y'all can have him. <laughs> have I wasn't it. even trying to block. Go. Well, and, and that was the height of his season. Like he was still, his season was still airing at that point. It was like a week or two, maybe before his finale. But the best part of the night that does not get enough recognition. So if anyone out there is listening and has a clip, if you were at the LA show, there was one point when I brought Rachel out on stage with me for the lip sync competition. And you were telling one of the girls to get down on the ground and crawl. And she did it in her dress. So she's crawling on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, Rachel, this, I'm going to take this for future shows. (laughs) She was great. That girl was great. (laughs) She was all in, but no one says no to Rachel Lindsay. So yeah, that was one of my favorite moments. Was just having you on stage too it was just so fun and like to bring you in with ben and like it was, it was a wild show it was wild yeah um yeah but let's roll the clip of when you got to see the uh <clears throat> crandall tour bus we knew that bachelor nation would show up you know we've always known the fans are great but I, the moment ben and i stepped on stage and heard the applause and the cheers and they were standing up cheering for us. I think in that moment, I realized like, oh, this is going to be a wild, crazy experience in the best possible way. And we've all done appearances and meet and greets and have met fans of Bachelor Nation, which is great. But to hear them watching a show and feeling like they're actually watching the bachelor bachelorette like this is how they probably spend their Mondays. It's something so incredible. And every night I think, we've been blown away by the fans and how interactive they are, how much they are cheering or booing sometimes. And it's, it's really cool to see. I wish we could videotape just the, the fan reaction, the audience throughout the entire shows. It's really cool. (laughs) I want to cry. I miss it so much. I I think I'm glad that that's the clip that, that played you saying that part, because I remember talking about that. And I think that's what was so cool is we do this podcast. We only see us. Social media, we're reading comments or we're seeing, you know, whatever DMs. But that's the first time, even AFR, it's like such a, it's a limited amount of people that get to come. So Bachelor Live on stage is almost like a fan appreciation tour mm-hmm. where you get to see the people who watch every Monday night, who make the show what it is, who make like us as contestants on the show what we are. And so it's, it was pretty cool to see people. Like to see the fans. Mm-hmm. And I don't 
and there's nothing else like that that exists yeah. at all. So yeah. that's pretty cool. And that's where it, it's, especially lately, because we've been so removed and it is just basically social media where you are interacting with people from Bachelor Nation. I don't give them enough credit for like the great, amazing people out there. There's so much um, just support and love that like, it's just special when people like could come to the tour and feel like they were finally part of the Bachelor world for a night, whether it was, the girls competing on stage who, you know, we would come to their towns and they finally like could get dressed up and feel beautiful for a night and feel seen and heard and appreciated. And then to have the fans be able to interact and give their feedback of who they like and who, you know, they want to see the the lead succeed with. It's just, it's something really special. And, you know, I've missed it. It's been well over a year since that ended and, and hearing that back and the excitement, like I just, it took me back to just night by night like how Ben and I felt and how much we loved it and we formed like the special family on the road and and Mm -hmm. you know it's so long story short I don't know what's gonna happen with Bachelor Live on stage I think we're hopeful it'll come back in 2022 early on so fingers crossed I'm gonna manifest it now because I have to say I did not I know I didn't Minos a diva we both did not get enough of that tour bus life um, we still want to live like Lady Gaga for a few months. So we're going to manifest it now that it's coming back bigger and stronger and better next year. That's so, right. Yeah, absolutely. 2022 <laughs> it's happening. The year. Um, okay. So the next one, this was a pretty cool moment. Uh, most of the time, the times the guests that we have on the show are former contestants, former leads, um, it, it, it's but then I felt like we stepped into having fans mm-hmm. that were celebrities on the show, and this was a big one. We thought we were bringing someone on because they were on a judge on Listen to Your Heart, and little did we know that they were a big fan. Check this one out. Okay, Kesha, we have to ask you how was your experience being on the show? Because this is the first time you've been affiliated with the Bachelor franchise. It's quite an experience. You're talking to two former bachelorettes here. How was it for you? I know. I'm like a little geeking out because I have to tell you, I'm such a fan. Like I've been like a secret fan for a very long time. (laughs) Me and all my (laughs) girlfriends, we always like get drunk and watch the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Always the Bachelorette is way more entertaining. I love when the woman has the power. I love that, Kesha. I wish you could see my face right now because I have the biggest grin. That was a wow moment. Oh, seriously. Like, even re-listening to that back, I'm still blown away. Like, Kesha, wait, you love this show? You know who we are? What? It's crazy. And, oh, man, that's the cool thing. And I think the fact that Listen to Your Heart came at such a good time, like right when the world was really shutting down and people had no idea how long quarantine mm-hmm. and this pandemic was going to last. It was a new show that I think brought people together in a different way, but allowed us to branch out and not just talk to cast, but to talk to actual celebrities and talented, so talentedly, like talented musicians. It was just a really cool thing for us, I think, personally, to be able to have Kesha on and just like kick it with her right just so down to earth like totally cool vibe and i think what's what's fun too is you're starting to now see people not be and by people i mean like 
celebrities not be ashamed to say that they're in Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what was fun about Kesha saying, like she said, I secretly used to watch it. Now people are like, I'm in this thing. You know, just like you are with other reality shows like Housewives or Vanderpump Rules or whatever it may be, Summer House. Uh, so it was fun that she owned it. Mm-hmm. She was a fan of us. It's like, you never know who mm-hmm. is watching this show out there. Right. Uh, so that's that was a pretty cool moment. And you guys, she's one of you. That's mm-hmm. the thing. She's mm-hmm. one of you. So there's yes. there, there are plenty of others out there. And I hope that, you know, as the this, this show continues, podcast, that more people who... You know, like when worlds cross over, that's what I hear people say all the time. Oh, my gosh, my two worlds are crossing over. So I hope that we're able to cross your worlds over even more by bringing in someone who's a super fan of the show. But you might be a fan of something of their artistry in another way. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Well, this next episode that we had was, I think, for me personally, one of the most life-changing, impactful ones. It really... Truly, to be honest, was uh, just such a catalyst for change in my life personally. And hopefully for many of you listening, it was for you as well. Um, I think it was our most listened to episode to Mm -hmm. date. I could be wrong, but I believe it was the number one. So um, this was the one where Rachel and I sat down after the Blackout Tuesday, after George Floyd was murdered, where we really set the stage for an important conversation about racism Um, and just overall race and diversity within the Bachelor franchise, Bachelor Nation as a whole. So listen in. We aren't new to this. It's just now, because of everything that's happening in the world, we have your attention. And so since we do have your attention, it's so important that Becca and I address this right now. And we show, we give an example of what it is to be a Black woman and a white woman and to sit down with each other and have a mutual respect for one another and have these meaningful conversations to hopefully create change because that's mm-hmm. what we want to do. We want to talk to each other and hopefully reach our Bachelor Nation community. And maybe you can then go out and have these uncomfortable conversations with some of your friends, some of your family members, your coworkers. And so hopefully we can all work together to create this change that is necessary for our country. And that one was... That one aired June 9th of 2020, and it is one that still to this day, I think people should listen into and re-listen to. And it's one that I still re-listen to, to learn from or to take note from or to see us together, you know, sometimes having different opinions and and backgrounds and thoughts and just to still be able to come together and have meaningful, impactful conversations. Yeah, I mean, I just just thinking of my mindset during that time, I was like in a really, really dark place. But I remember wanting to have a conversation where we could reach people that needed to be reached, you know, is it's a different audience than on higher learning or maybe something else that I do. And I feel like people value your opinion, Becca. They value my opinion. And to come together during such a tough time that our country was in or what we were going through personally and to be able to be bigger than that and have that hard conversation. I'm I'm so proud of this episode. It is 
by far my favorite. And I would, I still get people who will have randomly stumbled across it and said, Hey, I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't listen to your podcast, but somebody forwarded this to me. Somebody brought this to my attention. And that's what I mean when earlier in this podcast, when I talk about this, what we do can be bigger than The Bachelor because of what we bring our own personal experience realness raw rawness to this podcast and so i think that that is the highlight of it to me i never thought we would be having that type of conversation um hopefully there are more conversations like that to come and um i i hope we inspired a lot of people yeah um, to do and be better from that one and I think, too, I mean, as you said, you know, people will still stumble upon it and listen to it and reach out to you. And same for me. Um, like, people still will be in my DMs every now and again, and they'll send it to me and they'll be like, this clip really resonated with me. Or, um, you know, I look like you and my family grew up in the South and this is kind of our situation, whatever it might be. But this allowed me to have a conversation. And that's one thing that starting here, you know, June 9th of 2020, and and knowing you know like this is this is the starting point but i need to continue these conversations not only on a public platform but in my white circles back home and with people that don't always see eye to eye and to just keep continuing this conversation keep mm -hmm. pushing forward that's probably been one of the most i think um impactful things just in my life that i've learned i can do and with others and so the fact that people still to this day will reach out and say, you know, we learned something or we had this takeaway or maybe I could apply this in the future. That's what's really important. That's that's the special thing. Um, and I don't think when we sat down at that point, we knew what it could potentially turn into or what it could be. Um, so it's been very, <laughs> very unique, interesting to see, but still one, again, that, you know, uh, almost a year later still applies, right? There's still, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely applies. It's funny because when, when we were going to come into that podcast, I was mad at the franchise. It's so like, I had written out this whole thing and I was like, this is what I'm going to say. And I think I started that way, but then it turned into like what was really weighing on my heart as well. And so, um, yeah, no, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just thinking about it. Like I'm trying not to go back to that place. It was such a dark place. But I'm so glad something good came out of out of that moment. All right, Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, we do have one more and one that's very important because it's not only with a fan favorite that we had from Matt season, but it's also an impactful episode that we had with Abigail because she, you know, as you know, if you've watched Matt season, she is a member of the hearing and impaired community. Um, and, it, and it was very much more so about inclusive inclusivity um and really sharing her story with the world and having people within her community feel like they finally have a voice and they can be part of the bachelor nation if you will so take a listen i mean it was amazing <laughs> i think just the traveling to get where we were in the quarantine process i think it really just made all of us just really appreciate just that human connection of you know hugging somebody talking to somebody reading their lips when they're talking mm -hmm. um so i think it really just made us really appreciate all the efforts that went into this bubble and making it safe for us to date um in a way that we're used to um and especially for me because you know just wearing a mask in general is very hard because i do rely on lip reading 
And mm-hmm. so the fact that I could just talk to Matt, you know, the first time without a mask on and not have to, you know, ask him what, you know, the very first time I'm meeting him, because, you know, you just really want that, you know, moment to be as special as possible. I remember that moment hit me and I thought, man, the things we take for granted. Gosh, like never did it even cross my mind that wearing a mask takes away the ability for her to read lips. Like I, things you don't have to worry about. We take advantage of it. It was such a a slap in the face for me. And that's why her being on the show is so powerful and it opens our eyes to so much. And that's why representation is so important. That's why representation matters. And I'm, she should have been a Betty. I'm going to say mm-hmm. it. She mm-hmm. should have been a Betty. Lost opportunity. Well, I will say after that episode too, I had reached out to her just thanking her. I, I try to thank most people that come on, you know, unless they're... You're better than me. Unless they're terrible. But, <laughs> You're better but, than me. <laughs> but I did DM her and I was just like, look, you know, you have my full support if you if if they want you as Bachelorette. Um, and yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know, during Matt's season... We had some uh, not so great contestants, but we also did have a lot of incredible women. That's like, great. Had yeah. some great women like Abigail, Maggie, just so many more people with different life stories that can open your eyes and your views and have you learn something. And so, yeah, to play along, like you know, when you mentioned it, it was like a slap in the face. After having her on, I tried to pay attention. Going out to dinner, how often is it harder for you to place an order? Have like you know like hear what your server is trying to say to you like right. so many times i'm like what i'm sorry i missed that and uh, you know and i can't even imagine being abigail where that's so you know she relies on that so much more and so i think it was a really special episode to have her on i'm glad that we had her on early in the season before all of the like chaos yeah. really panned out um for matt and some of the women but yeah that was a good one um and where you say we that this is exactly why we need more inclusivity and representation um she is a great example of that so abigail if you're out there you always have our support and you ever become betty we have your back girlfriend so those are our top 10 happy hour happy moments i don't know i shouldn't say all happy because i think some were you know meaningful yeah yeah they're all they were all meaningful Great. Could've, we could have done 10 more. So many great moments from this this uh, show. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to say it probably 17 times next week. I can't believe it's almost the 100th episode. Rachel, it has been an absolute pleasure and blast being able to do this alongside you. And before we go, I know that you had a message that you wanted to share with all of our listeners. So I'm going to give you the mic. Yeah. First of all, it's been a pleasure for me to be working with you as well. It doesn't feel like work, but I guess technically it is because we get paid to do this. (laughs) But, um, you know, I'm going to make this short and sweet. All good things must come to an end. And I feel like certain things run their course. And for me, I have run my course when it comes to the podcast. You know, we started off this podcast talking about how much fun it is and 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 it is and the community that we've started and we're already here with the 100th episodes and I'm proud of it and what it's become and it started off with Allie who's fantastic I feel like I don't give her enough praise and then Allie had to go and you came in and you like didn't miss a beat and that's been a lot of fun to get to see our friendship grow through the podcast just to have fun with 
all the new blood that's coming in from the show to work through hard moments, to come here and vent when we're going through something like that's what the podcast gives you that community. But for me, you know, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've been struggling and there's no, that's no secret. And it's been really, really hard for me lately. And a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast are also about taking care of yourself and finding your peace and protecting, protecting that peace. And uh, protecting your mental health. And so for me, I just feel like I've come to the end of doing the podcast. And I'm glad that I'm leaving on a high note where it's the 100th episode. It's such a big milestone. Um, this is the first podcast I've ever done. And I, and for me, you know, it's just a step, it's a stepping away. You know, you should never say never. I'm definitely closing the door, but I'm not like locking it and throwing away the key. It's just, I have to, for me, walk away. And I feel like this this podcast is in amazing hands with you. For you, I just feel like this is at a place where I can walk away and I know it's all good and I know it's going to be great. And you've allowed me to have the space to step away when I needed to. And I would listen to the podcast on the side and I'm like, oh, she's got this. And like, for me, it's like, you can walk away now. I can walk away. I'm doing some other things. I'm sure... I'll pop in from time to time to say hello, to read somebody, to pop off, to vent. No, actually, I probably won't because y'all scared that out of me, right? Uh, those days are gone. Y'all remember, if you, if you want to remember what was with Rachel, go listen to the first moment we recap today. That was... <laughs> That Rachel, listen to that Rachel to this Rachel right now. She's scared to have an opinion. She's scared to say it. She's scared to be a headline. No, 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 no. In all seriousness, it's just time. It's just time for me to move on. And um, I will be supporting you from a distance, all the Bachelor Happy Hour listeners, the community. And um, I just want to say thank you guys for riding with me for such a long time continue to ride with becca support her uplift her and this podcast as well oh rachel i'm going to save a lot of my sentiments for next week because you're not done with me yet i still got you for (laughs) one more episode but i absolutely love you i'm in awe of you i'm inspired by you your loyalty your friendship your charisma all of the things like you've brought so much to this, not only to the podcast, but to our friendship. And so um, I know you say you're not going to lock the door and I hope you don't. I always will welcome you back with open arms. It's not going to be the same without you. And, you know, I'm selfishly, I don't want you to leave, but I totally understand. I know. For your mental health, for your sanity and your sake in your head and your heart, you know, I I will always be your biggest supporter um, in anything that you do in any way, shape or form, anything that you need from me. Um, I'm Minnow too, because as you started saying this, <laughs> as you started giving this news, she was sitting right below me and starts growling. So you're gonna have a, she's gonna have a bone to pick with you um so next funny. week. But I'm um, gonna miss you too. I'm gonna <laughs> well, miss you too. I mean, I, we, I'm not gonna throw away the key, but I'm sure as hell gonna lose it for a while. Yeah. Well, okay? you're, I need you're, a change of scenery. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I don't blame you. You're still stuck with me. I'm still gonna pop yeah. over. I'm gonna make you come here. We're gonna have doggy day nights, like for sure. All of the things. Um, and you guys, thank you for tuning in again um, and just sticking with us almost to the 100th episode. But please make sure you tune in next week because 
even more so than counting down like our top 10 moments that we just did today, we will be counting down all of Rachel's best moments and highlighting her because Bachelor Happy Hour, we could not, we couldn't be what we are without mm. you, Rachel. So it's all about you next week, plus some surprises, and you guys will not want to miss it. And in the meantime, as always, please keep writing to us and letting us know your thoughts. You can find us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and at Batch Happy Hour on both Facebook and Twitter. And as always, if you never want to miss another episode, please subscribe to our podcast. And you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to us right now. Thanks, guys. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. I think when, when you're in a relationship, being able to travel with somebody is like one of the best things you could do. I agree. I think some of our best memories together are exploring new places and relaxing somewhere on a beach. So we've been working with the brand Beachbound Vacations to find our next perfect beach vacation. And instead of spending hours searching for your perfect beach, take the perfect beach finder quiz and let Beachbound do the heavy lifting for you. Go to beachbound.com to get started today. I mean, I love it. I can't wait for our next vacation. To get started, go to beachbound.com, click be the first to try and then select take our quiz. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.